The skies are becoming more and more jammed with commercial satellites gathering data for every imaginable reason, including weather. It's no longer the exclusive domain of the federal government. With how that might affect strategy for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, we turn to NOAA's Deputy Assistant Administrator for Systems, Karen St. Germain. Dr. St. Germain, good to have you on. Good morning. Great to be here. You are in charge of satellite data acquisition and planning. Tell us more about what you do, first of all. Well, of course, uh, NOAA is organized into different services, and I'm in the Satellite and Information Service, and my job there is to acquire satellites or systems or data that, uh, that support the mission of protecting lives and property uh, and enabling uh, this, all sectors of the economy by providing weather and water event prediction and warning. And it's fair to say NOAA is in the midst of a multi-year program to upgrade the satellites that it owns and operates and launches, correct? Yes, that's correct. So uh, there are two ways to uh, to do the mission better. Um, one of those is to improve the models, but the other is to increase the number and the type and the quality of the observations that that feed those models. And we, uh, over the last couple of years, completed a significant uh, architecture analysis to identify ways to do that better, to bring in more observations uh, to feed our, our mission. And in bringing in more observations, are you looking to commercial providers to do things that perhaps would leave NOAA to concentrate on things that are more difficult technically, for example? Well, our analysis showed that uh, that there are a number of ways that uh, that we can that we can achieve the objective here, and uh, and one of them, one of the uh, ways that could contribute to that is to bring in commercial observations. The other ways are are to do more international partnering, and uh, and and finally also to be more efficient in our acquisition of our NOAA systems as well. Because I was thinking of a parallel almost with the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, which is charged with geospatial data and providing that to different agencies, mostly in the military. And they have been on a steady path to acquire more and more commercial data for the basics and leave for themselves the stuff that is highly classified and maybe more technically difficult to obtain. And so given that uh, what NOAA does is generally not classified because it has so much commercial use, also weather data. I was trying to get a sense of you know, where you stand with respect to commercial versus government-acquired data. Where does it stand at this point? Is it all, all your own satellites? Well, today, most of, the, most of the data that NOAA acquires, most of the satellite data that NOAA acquires does come from satellites that we have, uh, we have built and we operate out of NOAA facilities. But that, is, uh, th- that accounts for about half of the data we bring in. The other half come from international satellites, so from European satellites and so forth. But increasingly, uh, commercial observations are becoming a real option for us. Uh, miniaturization, advances in digital capability, the uh, decrease in cost of launch, have really, those things have really lowered the barriers to entry. And that means that, uh, this, that uh, the observations may become commercially viable. Um, and this is similar to what the NGA has seen. Uh, there, there are some similarities and some differences. Um, in terms of similarities, yes, of course, uh, NGA has rebalanced their portfolio to take advantage of commercial capabilities while also uh, investing in capabilities that can't be provided by the commercial sector. 
So there's some similarities there. There there are also some differences. Um, NGA is largely uh, interested in buying pictures, and pictures have other customers. So there is uh, there is a, a growing uh, commercial market for the commercially provided pictures. So in other words, NGA is not the only customer for for those uh, for those data. Weather data are a bit more specialized. Sure, there are many more types of observations, and they're more esoteric. They're they're more challenging to make use of than pictures. And uh, and frankly, we don't know today how the demand side of that market will grow, and that of course will have an impact on how the supply side grows. So there are some differences there, and it will take some time for this to for the market to mature. Uh, but we at NOAA stand ready to to work with the commercial sector and uh, and where it makes sense to do so, use commercial data. We're speaking with Karen Saint Germain. She's deputy assistant administrator for systems at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. And how do you keep tabs on what is the state of the art in the commercial side of things? We have a, we have a couple of programs that uh, we, we've been lucky to have support from Congress uh, uh, in, this, in this effort. So we have uh, one program in particular called the Commercial Weather Data Pilot Program. And that pilot program allows us to pulse the, uh, the commercial sector every year. And we have a couple of, of ways of doing that. We, we do that through announcements in, in um, federal business opportunities. We do that through engagement at conferences and so forth. But we, uh, we regularly pulse the, uh, the community to see not just what they have available today, but what they're working on. And the the pilot program allows us to buy samples of the data and evaluate it for not just quality but impact, potential impact on our mission. And that's uh, and that's how we then frame up what data we may want to buy uh, for operational purposes. And do you have some sort of a formal matrix that would say, okay, this particular type of data has reached this particular level of quality, and so on, and the vendor has this level of reliability such that you could make that decision to go ahead and maybe replace some of what you're doing with your satellites with this commercial operator? We're going through that for the first time now. We're evaluating uh, observations called radio occultation, and these are a a special type of uh, atmospheric uh, profile observation, and um, and so we're going through that process for the first time. So I think uh, we're learning a lot as we go in terms of evaluating the potential impact and the cost benefit of of buying the data. And looking at it long term, do you believe that there are capabilities and types of observations that will always need to be done by NOAA itself on its own gear up there? For the foreseeable future, I think that's true. Um, because uh, some of our observations are so so specialized and and frankly they're uh, they're challenging to make um, so we we think we will be in that business for for quite some time but uh, there's a lot of opportunity there as well so we'll see how this all all develops um, but look you know in 2017 we saw more billion dollar disasters uh, environmental disasters, weather and water related in the U.S. than in any prior year. Um, and they totaled over $300 billion in in damage to the economy. So we 
we think the mission is more important than ever now, and we think that we need to continue to to build both NOAA systems, but also uh, really partner in innovative ways with the private sector to to get more mission for the uh, for the dollar. Now, other parts of NOAA do data gathering from ships and from balloons and from even submarines. Do you talk with those other components because they might be having the same questions ahead, government versus commercial data gathering? Yes, we do. We uh, we talk with them regularly, both to share lessons learned and also to uh, to share our analytic approaches to evaluating these opportunities. All right. And uh, I wanted a final question about the National Weather Service, to which a lot of your data goes, and they are at this point, the main provider of weather data to all of the commercial broadcasters and so on. Are they working in parallel with you to look at commercial acquisition, or would it all still come through NOAA, regardless of the original source, en route to the National Weather Service? Well, of course, uh, the Weather Service, uh, they they procure commercial data to uh, to feed their, their weather models from a variety of sources, but their satellite data do generally come through NESDIS, the Satellite and Information Service. Um, so we, and we work with them uh, almost daily to make sure that we're bringing them the, uh, the, the observations they need and the, and the, best, uh, the best available. Karen St. Germain is Deputy Assistant Administrator for Systems at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. It was great to talk with you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. You think your dog deserves the best for the holidays. BarkBox knows they do. And the best is exactly what BarkBox delivers every month. You'll get fun-themed goodies curated for your dog, and you'll be joining a community of pups and their people. We're celebrating sugar season with a double batch of irresistible toys, treats, and chews from our season sweetings-themed box. To start spoiling your dog and get your free upgrade, visit BarkBox.com podcast. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at GrifflesPlasma.com.